When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, girl, I'm happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for your yams and sweet potato pie. <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on MyTalkWorld 071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalkWorld 071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me today, the one, the only, Don McClay. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Don. And good morning to Mike. Good morning. And good morning to all of you on this Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to Blackout Wednesday. Welcome to Doctor Who Day. Welcome mm. to Eat a Cranberry Day. Welcome to... National Espresso Day. Welcome to National Cashew Day. Welcome to Family Caregivers Day. Welcome to National Jukebox Day. Welcome to Tie One On Day. Welcome to What Do You Love About America Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Don McLean. Yes. On this final day of the week for us, before we go into reruns, how the hell is your coffee? My coffee, my my tea is great. Oh, your tea. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, yes. It's yes. getting in the TARDIS, going around the galaxy, and coming back for <laughs> Doctor Who Day. Shout out to Bradley. He's our biggest Doctor Who fan on the staff. He loves. And uh, Amy Daniels' son, B. Arthur's son, Max. Oh, does he? Loves, loves the Doctor Who. Awesome. Yes. Cool. Uh, Mike, how's your uh, coffee? Great. You said it was espresso day. This is that espresso blend that I had yesterday, and the molasses notes are really popping on this Thanksgiving <laughs> Eve. So <laughs> Molasses notes. Oh, wow. He's getting a little house on the prairie on us <laughs> over is, there. Seriously. <laughs> uh, mine is absolutely scrumptious, and it's uh, it was made by a new guy at my Starbucks, Big John. Big John. Big, big, that's what I'm going to call him. I should just call him Tall John because I don't like I don't oh. like when people say big guy to me. I don't. My father in law sometimes does that. Um, it's some so very 70s and 80s. But anyway, and I'm so damn sensitive. I always think that they're calling me fat. But anyway, um, <laughs> I will say I will say Tall John uh, because John is new. Uh, I was introduced to him. It was so funny. The manager goes, "Now, Jason, be nice to John. It's his first day." Uh, it was not hard. Aww. John is a very nice guy. Uh, a tall, a tall drink of uh, Pepsi, as they say. Yeah. And I, I, he was so nice. So, John, welcome to the Starbucks Eden Prairie family. So there Cheers. we go. Cheers, everybody. Have you ever met Mike in person? <sighs> yeah. Oh, Mike, I saw Mike, Mike at is, Project Down and Dirty. <laughs> yeah. Mike 
is a former football player. Yeah. And uh-huh. he, what, what were you, an offensive? Uh, O-line, so a yeah. gar- garden center. Yep. Definitely. Um, garden center? Like yes. A little combination Lowe's of garden both. center? Guard and center. I thought you said a garden center. I'm like, oh. You're like, I'll join a football mm-hmm. team. I'll join if there's a garden center on the football team. Guard and center. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I was stressed. Now, speaking of uh, Mr. Garden Center... <laughs> I um, I was very grateful, Mike, and you don't have. I'm normally grateful for you, especially this week for filling in on a holiday week. For but sure, you have no idea why I love you a little bit more today. Ooh, because your dirt alert was the perfect length for me today. Got it. Yes, because you I ran needed, away. For well, a second. yeah, I needed a little extra time this morning. I'm pulling back the curtain. Full disclosure. Oh no. Uh, I'm leaving in a couple hours to, of course, Disney World, and because uh, we got some good flight deals. Great. And and we get there today. I mean, we get there in a, a several hours. So uh, I'm not going to bore what you with the details. What time will you be on a ride? Because they six thirty, my... so five thirty this time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Don knows. Yeah. Okay, Don. Let me see. Tell the folks. We land at 5.05. So, Don, walk us through how we do this. Okay. Well, you immediately get your luggage and get into a pre-reserved Uber or car that's waiting for you. It's not fancy. It's just a regular. No. But you guys do it in advance. Like, the minute yes. the plane lands, Colin is getting the Uber. Yep. And then you're in it. And then you go to the hotel. You're dropped off. You do you just throw pre-check your in. things. Yep. Pre-check in. You throw your things in the room. And then you are walking to the park. Done. It's unbelievable. I'm like, we were just in the air like an Mm-mm. hour ago. How is this happening? And now we're in the air on a ride. Now we're flying yes. in the air on a ride. It's really fantastic. So how it works is, if you've never gone, my talkers, at 7 a.m. their time. So that's right now. I mean, at the stroke of 7. He but I'll talk in central time. For yeah. At the stroke of 6 our time is when folks that stay at select hotels get a half-hour jump on everyone else to try to make reservations for that ride-skipping app that I always talk about, Lightning Lanes. Yeah. But you have to do it right at the stroke of, well, again, 6 o'clock. Let me tell you, this is, uh, and this just happened. In Mike's Dirt Alert, I was able to make three Lightning Lanes. Yes! Um, Yes! I was able I was I was able Don you're going to love this. I have well, one have. for 630, mm-hmm. 7 and 8. I have Rise of the Resistance, Slinky Dog Dash, oh. and then we're going to go over to Epcot and ride Guardians of the Galaxy uh the new roller coaster at from we have the window from 8 to 9 and I did that all during Mike's perfectly wow. timed dirt alert. Fantastic. See, yeah. I thought you had given yourself a break there to eat. But no. Girl, no, there's no break. You know this. No, we eat, girl, you know that. We eat. Yeah. There's no time. We don't have time for bronchitis or no, snacks. No, we no, just no. go. Yeah. Oh, how great. Um, you got it done. It's always sort of a panicky, like, will we get it? Because it's this is how you have to do Disney now. You have to. Well, and it's 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 Thanksgiving week. Right. And this tells you how busy it is. This is no joke. Again, stroke of six o'clock. I made Rise of the Resistance first, so that mm-hmm. took about 30 seconds. Okay. By the time I got to do Slinky Dog, 
the first open time was 7 p.m., and that is not a joke. So within 30 seconds, all of the reservations. The whole day. The whole day were taken for one ride. Slinky Dog Dash. And the reason why you chose that is because it's close to Rise of the Resistance. Yep. And that, you can never get on it because of what I just said. That is the one that Stephanie Hansen freaked out about, right? When yeah. I was next to her. Yes. And she was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, oh God. God, oh, God, oh, yeah. it's so fast. And it's not that fast, it Mike. It is, it's, and it's, it's a kid's ride. It's basically, yeah. I'm looking at pictures of it right now, and the way you were describing it, I was like, that kind of looks okay. It's <laughs> super fun, though. Yeah. Oh, it goes cool. fast. Yes, I mean it is. But Steph Hansen, she was on, acting Steph. like she was about to die, and I was crying because I was. Yeah. La- she was next to me and holding on to me. It was the funniest thing. She had a couple of cocktails or four. You her know? face. I should. I'm going to retweet it out. We're getting ready to go to a break. Oh yeah, here. you zoomed in, didn't you? I have a picture of her. My talk. It's Stephanie Hansen. If you're new to our station from the Weekly Dish. Um, <laughs> Saturdays nine to eleven. Stephanie's face, y'all. Mm-hmm. That you was one of the funniest things that happened on that trip. Oh, beyond. Ste- I caught... Oh, let me find... Oh, God. Is that it? <laughs> there it is! Okay. I'm tweeting this right now. Was I next don't... to her or behind oh, her? you were. You were. Okay, so my talkers, I'm getting ready. I wish Q was up or I would send it to him so we could just put it on the my talk account. But yeah. Um, so just to give you an explanation, uh, Colin... <laughs> And executive producer Jeff are in the front. And then Dawn, Dawn is the lady with her hands up in the air with a gleeful look. And then next to her, make sure y'all zoom into the picture because Hanson's face. Okay, I'm tweeting this right now. Okay. Um, Here is the pic of, of, is it? What is, oh, it's a weekly, isn't it Steph's, um, I uh, should know. Stephanie's dish, what is it? Oh, uh, What is Stephanie's, um, well, Stephanie? Uh, hold on. Oh, there it is, Stephanie Hansen. Here's the pic of Stephanie Hansen <laughs> at Walt Disney World. You guys, please. Slinky okay, Dog gonna, Dash. At Walt Disney World. Uh, dying. Like, uh, okay, here we dying. go. Uh, <laughs> there we go. We just, I just tweeted out. Follow me, uh, look for it on the Twitter machine. Just to search for Jason Matheson, if it's still up. <laughs> Did you see that it, Mike? Incredible, yes. <laughs> Dawn, you probably haven't seen it in a while, oh Dawn. Oh, my you God. Sure. It yes, is... I'm like li- living my best life, and Stephanie is going, oh, God. Like, her face is even saying, oh, 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 oh. Jeff is laughing. Colin is la- We're all laughing because we couldn't hear her. Like, people over... I think Jason oh. couldn't even hear because you didn't ride this. You were on the outside. I was on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, were, yeah. And so you. Oh, oh my God. God. And again, my talkers, this ride, like kids can do this. I mean, it's Obviously, not a, it's not a thrill. Yeah. It's a it's not a thrill coaster. It's made for <gasps> preteens and little kids. And like Dawn's, it's fast and fun, but it certainly shouldn't elicit that <laughs> oh my god. From Hanson. <laughs> oh, oh, she god. should put that on her Christmas cards. She should. Oh. Um Megan Lane writes to to Dawn uh, Dawn's comment about our how uh, our schedule is. Wow, Colin Matheson Travel Agency is indeed super regimented. I love it. Yep. Oh, he oh, yeah. is. It's oh, yeah. fantastic. It's uh it's it's an operation.
Uh, we're going to take a break uh, when we come back. Some new Twins gear uh, was released this Ooh. week. New logo and all that. I got my hands on some uh, some of it. I'll give you my review next. Hi, this is Dolly Parton wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Dolly. Good morning. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming worldwide on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace. Lex is off for uh, a week, spending some time with her family. We're grateful, thankful that uh, Mike is here helping us out. Dawn has slid over into the cockpit. We're going to try to get you to your destination with a smooth ride. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Just not extreme turns. Just tapping a little to adjust, you know? That's right. Just a little bit. (laughs) Um, Friday... uh, the twins set out. They had, a, I think, they had a press conference. I know they had an, a, a big event at the Mall of America, but the Minnesota Twins had an event to show off their new uniforms, their new gear. Do you oh. see it? Do you see any of it, Don? No, I'm sure oh. Mike did. He's a Mike. Did you guy. absolutely? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark. Mike is a gar- uh, Mike is a sports guy is that he played garden center and for the <laughs> at the garden first center, book, at the garden center yeah. um well then let me start with you well let me describe that it's hard to describe on the radio but basically it's i wouldn't say it's a complete redo which a lot of the rumors were this is what confuses me oh. rumors were swirling that this was going to be a radical departure um i had even heard that they were getting rid of the red, white, and blue motif. Oh. And I was like, okay, I heard they were going to go like uh, the Timberwolves way, like purple and green. And and I just was like, oh, God, really? Really? Um, but then the, the redesign came out, and it's it's I would call it more of a fine-tuning. Yeah. Mike, would you not agree? Absolutely. Almost like just a, a modern twist on what they already had. You, you you lost the M, the red M logo. That's the one thing that is, is gone now from this rebrand. But they do have a, a different M with a little North Star yeah, know, concept with it. And uh, I, I liked it. I think it was a good little refresh. I The thing that you just mentioned is actually one of my favorite things. The new M, which sounds so weird to say. But yeah, there's a new <laughs> a new white M in a cool font. And in the V of the M, there's a little uh, North Star, a red star uh, uh, emblem that that rests, nests inside the M. And I like it. It's it's cool. I like that font. Yeah. I'm big on fonts. And it's a cool, are you looking at it, Don? I you am, see it? yeah. Yeah. Do you like it? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I do like it. Yeah, they didn't change it too much to where people are like, whoa, what is this? It doesn't yeah. feel right. It just feels like, hey, we're ready to win, you know? Well, yeah. Now they have new uniforms. Now we just need to win some games. But anyway, that's a whole other segment. But I think my favorite one, you know, they have the away uniforms. And then they have the new at home. Two things. They, they have these red belts now I like. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen to me doing a fashion oh, segment. Oh, right. The, the red belts. I love the red belts. And there is a white with navy blue accents uh, uniform that says Twin Cities. I see uh, that, that. I like that one. I think that's probably one of my favorites. I love them spelling out in the famous Twins cursive, Twin Cities. What is that one, Mike? Is that specifically? That's like their second alternative that they're, okay. they're using. But it's really cool because they also now, a uh, AAA affiliate is the St. Paul Saints. And this one almost has like a Saints vibe to it. So yeah. it really incorporates Minneapolis and St. Paul together. And that's why that one, I agree, that is my favorite of them. I like that they did the pinstripes with the the uh, other, uh, the gray one. But I really yep. like that alternative uh, kind of Saints vibe. Yeah. Wow. Uh, th- way to go. Whoever did this. Yeah. This, so, this is a good one. Have the Saints always been the AAA affiliate? No, no. They used to be independent for oh, right. a long, long time. And then just a few years back, they joined on as the as the AAA affiliate. That's cool. Yeah. We in my hometown, Springfield, Missouri, were the AAA affiliate for the St. Louis Cardinals. Got it. Okay. So it's it's fun to have a, you know, in your little town to have the, the AAA affiliate where all the guys go to become big stars, mm-hmm. you know? And it used to be in Rochester, New York, so it was such a long process. If you had to bring somebody over to play on a weekend, and it was a long, long travel thing. Now it's just right across the yeah, right across town. That's fantastic. I missed that news a couple years Mm -hmm. ago. A couple people are uh, chiming in, Michelle and Phil, that the M reminds them of the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Is that true, Mike? A little bit, yeah. The very first, like, you know, reaction when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that has that similar vibe. The end kind of is the same logo, but then I do really like the the North Star uh, addition to it. So okay. I kind I kind of understand where they're coming from. Huh. Oh my God, I like the Marlins. Them, All I think of when I hear Marlins is Scott Stapp singing the uh, the Marlins song. Have you ever heard uh, that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay, no. well, it's a real treat. If you have really? some time today, just look up Marlins Scott Stapp. Is it? Um... Is there cursing in that song? No, it's a he made the song for the Florida for the oh. Marlins and he's a huge fan, but you know, Creed, Scott Stapp, his voice is very it's let's play ball, it's game day. No. no. Marlins was sore, is that what it's called? Yes. Will you play Mar- it? Yeah, I have This will right make my day. Yeah, here we go. So, when that came out, I'm pretty sure it was Joe Rogan, when Joe Rogan wasn't as weird, um, he played it nonstop, and he would not stop, and it was the funniest thing, everyone was in tears, I mean, he got a lot of flack from poor guy, but it's so, like, if you see the video, he's so into it, it's so cheesy, but it's, it's great, it's something that will be catchy to you, and you'll need to learn every word. 
I'm watching because I'm watching the full video version. Oh, okay. It's fantastic. I brought it up to him when I met him, and it was the wrong thing to say. Oh, my God. His hysterical. face completely changed. He was like, yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a break, everyone. Uh, when we come back, drama. More drama on the new Real Housewives of New York. Plus, Leonardo DiCaprio, a classic story about him when we come back. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, everybody. It's Jason, live for Nutrisource, the official dog food of Dexter and Mr. Big. I made the switch to Nutrisource uh, when we got Dexter. I had been feeding something else, and it was Katie Canine. Um, I had been feeding something else to my previous dog, and it was Katie Canine that said, No, Jace, you need to switch to Nutrisource. They have the best ingredients, they're based here in Minnesota. It's just a great brand. Well, 10 years later, here we are. I wouldn't feed the boys anything else. Their library of products has something for every dog, every size, every breed, um, every taste. They have treats. They have uh, kombucha, which helps uh, with picky eaters. They have grain-inclusive diets. They have grain-free diets and more. Find a local independent retailer near you by going to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Make the switch today and keep your money right here in Minnesota. NutrisourcePetFoods.com kind of like that sounds like like something that a nazi would say according to multiple insiders detention caused the scene to lead off camera there was a phone call between lizzie savetsky and bryn winfield they discussed the power of racial slurs then bryn winfield who is half black used the n-word during the call okay and she didn't use the term n-word she said it and then she said that word represents what that represents in full. Um, and then Lizzie Savetsky got the impression that Bryn Woodfield planned to tell other cast members that she also used the N word during the call. This gets deeper. Okay. Oh, then okay. Lizzie's husband, Dr. Ira Savetsky was outraged and reported the alleged incidents to the show's producers. So her husband called the producers oh, God. said this happened in this conversation and he actually used the N-word in retelling it. He later apologized, but then the damage was done. And that's when the conversations began for her to exit the show. So the husband also... He did. He was... He, so he did not like... He was outraged that this conversation happened between his wife and Bryn Whitfield, that she was comparing just her words to describe what orthodox jews you know just her just explaining to her why they do like to marry jews like to marry other jews you know and so she got upset about it and and compared it to using the n-word and also to nazis so he went to producers and said this is ridiculous you know we're upset about this woman and what she said and this is what she said and he said that to producers just recounting the story so then that got out. So this is a real deep. This is like, oh. has she has she suffered anti-Semitism? Yes. Yeah, that is you- a fact. But on top of that, there's this behind the scenes story. Yeah. I, I said this yesterday on the TV show. I said, because people, I saw some critics, adversary saying to of her saying, or uh, kind of, Enemies of her saying, see, there's more to the story. And my feeling is, no, 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 no. 
there is more to the story, but the two things can exist at the same time. The, the woman, Savetsky, did receive. I looked at the comments. Yeah. I saw some of the comments. She did receive a wave of anti-Semitic comments yeah. when she was announced as part of the show. Mm. So that is factual. That's fact. That can happen at the same time this happens. Mm-hmm. You, I, I, She should not face a wave of anti-Semitic comments just because she's joining a dumb show. But this I can wonder, also be true. I don't I know. wonder if this was like on camera as far as their their conversation <sighs> about the dating thing. You know, I, I'm assuming it was. It's just the off-camera stuff, in I, that conversation. But... I would be curious to see that that episode. I just don't understand. We say it every time we have a story like this. Just keep it out of your mouth. Why? Uh-huh. Out of all, there's I I don't know how many words in the world you, you want to use that one. You why? Just keep it out of your mouth. Yeah, and keep I, it out of, I I just I don't understand. I just don't understand it. Yeah, it's it's just it boggles me. Anytime a celebrity gets caught in one of these scandals, mm-hmm. it, it just it's stupidity to me. It's ignorance. And, and do we have the or right, arrogance? I mean, are uh, you speaking of the husband when he's retelling the story? Not so much retelling the story, but in, yeah, well, and Bryn is half black, yeah. so you know, as far as like who has the right to use that word, you know. True. We how how but just do we for judge? safety's sake yeah. and courtesy's sake, yeah. just say the N-word. You know yeah. what I mean? Just yeah. if you're unsure or again, just keep it out of your mouth. Oh, I yeah. don't know. No, I, trust me. It's <laughs> just like remember that wave of this was about um seven, eight years ago, where d- uh, stupid white celebrities were uh, dressing in blackface. Remember like, Julianne Huff did that. Remember that? Oh my God. And I just thought Alexis and I, I don't know, Dawn, if you're a part of the show at that point, but Alexis and I just said how do you leave the house? Well, Megan Kelly defended herself. Remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how she got fired. She was in blackface and was how like, oh, leave- it was just something we did in college. And that's just what people did. And I'm like, I'm about no. your age and we didn't Thank- do that. that. Dawn, that's no. exactly what I said. Don't lump us into I- your weird no. world. I'm exactly. Dawn and I are exactly. I knew that was wrong in the 80s. Oh, like, God. I. How- we were taught, you know, about the de- what it meant in minstrel shows and how just awful those were, you know, yeah. back in the day when white people were doing blackface, you know, yeah. during that time period. So, Ugh. no, it's never okay. No. <laughs> so, FYI, just a, re- a friendly reminder, everyone. Yeah, a friendly see, as you go into your holiday reminder. weekend, That's don't right. use the N-word. Please. This has been a tip from... Jason Dawn. <laughs> Shooting we star. There we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's my favorite time of year where I can play 70s era in-store music from Kmart. Christmas yes. music. And tell you about various delights. Today, I'm going to tell you about the 67th annual Santa Project benefiting Ronald McDonald House Charities. Bring a toy or gift to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters during Lori and Julia. Special live show for them Tuesday, November 29th or any time during the Santa uh, Project promotion. My talk will then get them to the kids and families at the Ronald McDonald House. More details and a full broadcast schedule that does not include the morning show. Because uh, nobody wanted to get up that early. <laughs> that was uh, so and, funny. I'm like, do we have <laughs> Santa stops? And yeah. Brooke goes, oh no, nobody wanted to get up That's early and, and buy that. So, <laughs> And I'm like, okay. 
just want to make sure I need to, you know, not oh. schedule interviews or. I love it. That's all right. Uh, you can see the full schedule on our website, dear friends. When we come back, I told you, James Cameron, you know, he's getting ready to do publicity for Avatar. He is talking Avatar. a lot about stuff. Oh, he is dropping some dish he about is. Leo almost getting fired from Titanic. Yeah. We'll explain why when we come back. Hey, it's Blake Shelton. May the trip to fan kick in early. Happy Thanksgiving and happy napping. Thank you, Blake. Welcome back. <laughs> I thought that was Mike doing an impersonation of Blake Shelton. I was like, wow, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic morning. Thank you for spending it a little, uh, spending a little bit of it with us. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Billions and billions served since 2008. I'm Jace. Lex is off enjoying some uh, time with her family. Dawn's here. Mike's here. Um, James Cameron is uh, talking a lot. Yeah. He's talking a lot. It's all kind of arrogant stuff. Have you noticed? Well, I mean, come on. Um, have I know, you met but him? this is I mean, a yeah. new <laughs> concept. You, you, but I'm like, do we have to anything? push out our ego that much? Haven't you succeeded a lot? He I don't does. know. It's weird. So yesterday we had the story that he... I'm not going to say admitted because admitted means you're doing something wrong. Right. He revealed, he revealed that in order for Avatar to make any money for Mickey Mouse, it's going to have to be the fourth biggest movie of all time. So just keep that in mind, dear friends. Look. When you're heading to the AMC or if you're smart, Alamo. Thank in, you. In Dawn's neck of the woods. That's why I moved they, to Woodbury. Yeah. They, <laughs> no. I liked somebody over there, but they smack people with a shovel if you talk. Oh man! They don't really, but I wish they would. Anyway, so James is doing publicity for for Avatar. Now this is actually they. It's, so he's getting a lot of publicity. So entertainment sites are finding anything about James Cameron that they can find, and they actually pulled an old interview, not oh, that old, okay. but an older interview uh, with GQ, and. Ta- breaking down his most iconic films. And they found a nugget in this that I don't know if we knew about Titanic. And Lord have mercy, I thought we knew everything <laughs> there is to know about Titanic. And if you didn't, call my husband because he can tell you everything because he was obsessed with Titanic because oh, right. he was a teenager. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. It's I like to bring him movie. things from the Titanic Museum. He loves Titanic, yeah. <laughs> so here is James... And I'm going to try to expertly mute out an F word. Um, so here's a clip of James talking about Leo's audition process. Or his, yeah, the process of auditioning for this movie. And he was a brat. He was a cocky little brat. Listen to the story. So Leo came in, of course, charmed everybody, myself included. Um, and I said, all right, well, let's see what your chemistry is like with Kate. So he comes in a couple of days later, and I've got the camera set up to, to you know, record the video. He didn't know he was going to test. He came in, he thought it was another meeting to meet Kate. And I said, okay, so we'll just go in the next room, and uh, we'll just, you know, we'll run some lines, and I'll, I'll video it. And he said, you mean I'm reading? And I said, yeah. He said, oh, I don't read. And I said, well, I shook his hand. I said, well, thanks for coming by. Oh. And he said, wait, 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 you mean... If I don't read, I don't get the part. Okay, now he's getting ready. He goes, I said, yeah, come on. He goes, I'm going to, 
this is a giant movie. It's going to take five years of my life. You're going to go on to do five other things, and I'm not going to mess this up by making the wrong decision. Oh, okay. So he comes in, and he's, you know, he's like every ounce of his entire being is just so... You know, negative. <laughs> right up until I said action. And then he turned into Jack. <laughs> and Kate just lit up and they went into this whole thing and he played the scene. Dark clouds had opened up and a ray of sun came down and lit up Jack. Oh my God. He was a complete brat until James said action. And boom. Now look, it doesn't surprise me that Leo was a brat, and, and James is arrogant, too. It's two arrogant guys. Oh, my God. But and this then is there's one of those, Kate Winslet just going, and, I'm going to be bigger than all of you one yeah, day. Yeah, girl, please. I'm going to be, yeah. <laughs> I'm mayor can, of Easttown in the future, so. Yeah, y'all can pull down your pants and have a little <laughs> fight here. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> have a willy, crazy. Willie contest, but I'm going to be bigger than both of you. Thank you very much. Oh. Uh, but, but, okay, it's also one of those great Hollywood stories, though. You it know? is. It's he's a Brad until James says action and magic happens. That's actually my favorite part of the story. That's 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 Hollywood right there. That's magic that the I'm getting gooseies that he James was so mad at Leo for being so negative. But boom, when he's on, he's on. Well, there's this whole thing about like if you are a big enough star, you don't have to read for the part. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that whole thing. I don't know if you've listened yeah. to a lot of several celebrity interviews. Um, I just heard it recently on the Smartless podcast. They were talking about like, you had to read for that, you know, yeah. <laughs> things like that. But they're like, yeah, I had to read for it, you know. So it was a yes. thing for a while. Um, and maybe with some stars like, uh, you know, uh, somebody like Robert Redford or I don't know, pick somebody that's super Robert De Niro. You know, but, you can understand that, but he was young. I'm trying to see what had he done. He hadn't done a lot. What, like, I, was, um, I wasn't interrupting Grape? you. Yeah, and Romeo and Juliet. Sure. And that was basic. He was basically to a chunk of the population. He was an unknown. He had done Growing Pains, Gilbert Grape, which, yes, got him Amazing. a lot of acclaim. Yeah. And Romeo and Juliet, which was more of a young person's movie, but settle down, settle down. You were you you were not a as Don Ref, you were not a Robert Redford. You weren't. Oh, you know what? You were not a um, a box office draw. You were not a, a Tom Hanks at the moment. You were not Julia Roberts. You weren't bankable. <laughs> yeah. You weren't. That was part of the problem with the studios. James said, "Here's my pitch. I have two unknown actors." It's three hours long, and everybody dies, and it's a period drama. <laughs> right. Please give me two bazillion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's that's basically his pitch. Two unknown actors, basically. So that's also Leo. Wow, you're a little arrogant before you needed to be arrogant. Wow. Anyway, I thought that was great. I'm still worried about Avatar two, three. Or is it, it, this is two. This is, see, see, you just proved our point. You don't even know what, you don't even know what movie it is. Yeah, well, I I didn't ever watch the first Avatar all the way through because I got kind of bored. I think I fell asleep. You know what? 
All three of us. <laughs> we don't think it's that great. Garden Center Mike feels the same way. <laughs> Garden Center. Yes. Right, Mike? You didn't love it as much as everyone. I absolutely do. I, I think I did not like it the first time I saw it. The other interesting part, though, regardless of how two does, three's already in the can. Three's done. Mm-hmm. It's and done. They're, they're talking about when they're going to start filming four and five, and it's like, oh, I don't know if we're going to get to that point. Well, we went, you know, whenever we get our, um, our movie releases, mm-hmm. uh-huh. they will give a projection in advance, Jason. Have you noticed this? Like, yep. you can yep. go through uh, tabs to next year to actually 2024, and yep. always on that list was, like, way back in the day, like 10 years ago, it said dates for, like, Avatar 3, Avatar 4, Avatar 5, and it was, like, 2050, and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. All right. We'll see. I'm definitely not going to be, we're not going to be here at my talk by that point. (laughs) (laughs) When I said 2050, of course I'm joking, but it was like, (laughs) you know, 2028 or 26 is Avatar 4 and 28 is Avatar uh, 5. They're literally scheduled right now. No, no, no. (laughs) Oh my word. It's crazy. I mean, things have changed so much. Like this isn't going to happen. He's not going to make that much money because now streaming exists. You yep. guys, streaming exists, and nothing will ever be like that ever again. Thank you to Catherine, too. Leo also did Basketball Diaries. Okay. Yep, you're right. You're okay. right. But still, but I'm not kidding. It, you got to remember 96-era Hollywood. He wasn't a commodity, really. Anyway, uh, don't forget, follow us on social media. Lex in the Cities, Donna Dark, and Jason Matheson. A TSA finds something very interesting in a bag that kicks off our next hour next.